0: Or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast, where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody. So this is for those of you that have decided to use the idea of getting a training buddy. And I'm really glad that that has resonated well with some of you. And for those of you that may have missed the earlier podcasts, I was talking about if you, can't, if you don't have a coach and you are looking to get better at cycling, it would be massively beneficial for you to link up with one of your friends. It doesn't even have to be somebody that you ride with, somebody that you know through the Discord or someone that you you know, our friends with on Strava. I mean, I've definitely met some awesome people through Strava and keeping each other accountable is definitely one piece. You know, if you each say, Hey, I'm going to look in on your training files every two weeks, make sure you're doing the rides. And I would, I would say the number one thing you want to do for each other is not set out the calendar. You could do that. But I would say make sure the other person is executing the rides as they're supposed to. Because as we go into summertime, it is very easy to get sucked into the group ride, sucked into, you know, hey, I'm actually going to go do this race, but there's a shop ride I want to do on Monday. And then, ah, man, but I told these people on Wednesday I was going to be there. You can find yourself going way too hard too often or... Conversely, not going hard enough, and there are definitely days when, it, especially, you might you might be someone that lives in an area where there are no group rides, and that's okay. You can still get faster, you can still get race ready, but you need to brap yourself and have some maximal kom days. And I only say kom's because. We know that we're going to go way deeper when we are chasing something than when we are chasing watts on a computer screen. Even James Piccoli talked about this in the podcast that we did together. He does his maximal efforts looking towards a point up a hill rather than saying, hey, I'm going to do X watts for four minutes. And I think that's a really good um, a good way that you can execute these. But what I want to talk about, I haven't had an athlete that it just struck a chord with me that... We had a situation of, I think your training buddy can be super helpful when you're shifting workouts around. And we had coming in, I actually should have pulled his calendar up. Um, he's a guy that is doing a little bit of everything in the US here. And so we've got some crits, we got some road races. He he definitely likes road races and time trials more. But we had a long group ride that was going to be more like race semi on this Saturday and then he has an event next Sunday and then one of his sort of fart lick um, he's a when I say newer racer anyone like three years or or earlier so newer racer so uh, a Wednesday night group ride that has some fast cat ones and twos which I think is great for him to be able to do and have access to and He was like, yo, actually something came up with family. I can't go on Saturday and I forgot because I'm going to be traveling because of something else going on. I want to do this ride on Monday, but that's supposed to be recovery. How do you think this all fits in? Because the events next Sunday, should I still do the Wednesday night ride? And so actually we're going to do a hard ride, but shorter this Saturday, take Sunday as an endurance ride get the longer endurance and that's always important. And then he can go do this group ride on Monday, but skip Tuesday, go hard Wednesday, and then I'm going to see how he feel see how he feels. You know, we want to keep the volume up and this event on Sunday is not there's it's not an A event. It's really to get more experience. A bigger event is the following weekend. So, we could either do actually a third anaerobic hard ride on Thursday. Because this is some anaerobic training that he needs, but at the same time, recover enough. He'd have two days to recover before the Sunday event, and we'd be able to keep the volume up. Or, that's marked as tentative, though. By Wednesday, you know, after having a Saturday hard ride, a Monday hard ride, I really want to see how hard the Monday ride ends up being. I know the Wednesday hard ride will be hard, but it is more... It's not like a smashing coast ride. He'll actually get some good efforts in there. More aerobic, I should say. So Thursday... I'm going to see how Monday goes, see how Wednesday goes. And then Thursday might just be a longer endurance ride. And I'm actually leaning more towards that. But see, just even talking this out to yourself, talking through to your buddy, you start to see the big picture like, well, if you go hard, let's see how hard Monday is. Wednesday we know is going to be hard, you know, but we've got the recovery ride in between there. Is this a bit nice little boost the week before the bigger race? Um, Because then he might do another race two weeks after that. And so there's just, this is a conversation. And I would highly recommend that you utilize a friend that wants to talk about training, you know, and you can say, Hey, how do you feel? Um, People sometimes ask me, Hey man, why don't you build out the calendar farther than a week or so? And I'm like, well, because we want to see how you feel, how you do. You know, I used to, when I first started coaching, I I would build out blocks at a time. I'm like, okay, this is the, you know, every new coach does it. We're okay. We're progressing. So it's like Tuesday is three by 10. Then. Three by twelve and then four by ten, you know, you increase the minutes. That's a very um that's what a lot of new coaches do. And that's that's good. You're learning progression with the athlete, but it becomes way too static. It it doesn't and I'm not knocking progression by any means. Progression is important, but it it becomes like this is the block. And we're not focused on the athlete enough. And I think just As a new coach, and I'm not saying every new coach, this was me as a new coach, you, you can easily forget that you need to be listening more than you need to be speaking. And it's what they're saying in the comments and how do they perform? And how does the Thursday workout go? And as we get into racing, there's a few other variables, you know, make sure that you're not chasing numbers, but chasing better results in the races. So Went on a little tangent there, but there's so many tangents in in endurance sports. That's what I love about this. That's why I'm still going at this. Um, Hopefully, still getting faster. That you know, race season's coming. I'm. I was really happy with how the time trials went in Florida. I'm doing my first crits this weekend, and these are the one Saturday's a crit, Sunday's more of like a circuit race. Uh, gonna be outmanned a little bit, but that's okay. We gotta figure out a solution here and should be good. I'm excited to see some very close friends in Nashville. Um, excited to see some people at the races. Gonna go have a good time, win, lose, or draw, that's for sure. And they're gonna be really hard. So that'll be good racing stimulus. And then back to training and actually trying to work out. If I can there's a hundred and forty mile road race I really want to do with Landry in Virginia. And just right now with our house being under renovation, it's creating some bouncing around and hopefully getting off the farm. No Wi-Fi, no cell service is pretty brutal. I'm not gonna lie. You can only uh drive in and sit at the post office. Although I've changed my office to the McDonald's now because they have a bathroom. So Tangents, uh, thanks for following along with the Coaching Chronicles here and really pumped for the summer. Have a great week.